Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And we say good morning to each of you who have joined us this morning on the prayer call. We welcome you. We welcome you. Amen. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for allowing us to come together this morning. Father, may nothing separate us from you today. Father, we settle ourselves and we ask you to teach us how to only see your way. Draw us closer to you, Father. Help us to walk by your word and not by our feelings. Help us to keep our hearts pure before you and undivided. Protect us from our own careless thoughts, words, and actions. Protect us from words, dear God, word curses that have been spoken by others. Keep us, Father, from being distracted by the things of this world. May we look to you, the author and the finisher of our faith, to believe you, Father, to believe in you, everything that you've said, and to believe in ourselves to perform that which you've called us to do. We now render ourselves, dear God, unto you, Father, accept our offerings today. We thank you. Accept our worship, dear God, what we lift up to you today. We thank you. Accept our prayers, dear God, today. We thank you. And we know that you've heard us and you will respond. Yes. And we do say amen in Jesus' name. Let me introduce you to our team that's lined up today. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I am your facilitator this morning. The leaders at our house are Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. And we say good morning to you, Bishop Smith and Pastor Adrian. We also say good morning and we send blessings to our prayer call controller this morning, Sister Kima Joseph. We say good morning to you, Sister Kemma. We bless you in the name of the Lord. Our devotion leader this morning is Minister Linda Lightfoot. How are you doing today, Minister Lightfoot? We say good morning to you, and we say God bless you. Well, I am Splendid. You're coming through kind of uh, sketchy. We're hearing part of what you have to say. Let's try it again. Good morning to you and to everyone. I am Splendiferous. All right. I like that. Splendiferous. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. And we say good morning to you, Sister Shirley Burke. Sister Shirley will be leading us um, to pray the prayer request. 
and she will render any praise reports that have been offered or submitted. And we say good morning, Sister Shirley. We bless you in the name of the Lord. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, Charlene, and all is well on this side. Hallelujah. Amen. I like that. All is well. We are speaking. All is well. Well, without further ado, let's move forward um, for our devotion today. Minister Lightfoot, we're ready for you. Well, good morning, everyone. I'd like to acknowledge God, who is the head of my life, and I want to say good morning to our bishop, Bishop Christopher Carl Smith. Good morning to Pastor Adrian Smith. God bless you. To all visiting pastors, all clergy on the line, and to the New Destiny worshiping family, friends, and guests, it's a great day in the kingdom this 15th day of September 2022, and our topic of discussion is Believe in Yourself coming from Jeremiah 29 and 11 in the NIV version, which reads as follows. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. You know, to tell someone to believe in themselves, whether you know it or not, is a loaded statement, especially in light of the scripture I just read. Because when you understand that these words were spoken by God himself through the prophet Jeremiah, you must also come to the understanding, number one, that God is your creator. He made you. And being who he is, he doesn't make junk. And when he thought of you, he didn't think of junk. He didn't think of dysfunction, failure, defeat, shame, or destruction. He thought of seeing a completely accurate reflection of himself in you. He had a glorious vision of the joy and glory he would receive in seeing his own reflection in the crown of his creation. Genesis 1, verses 26 and 27 says, Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. And when God thinks of you, he thinks kingdom, dynasty, and dominion. He thinks of a holy and righteous heritage. He thinks eternal relationship and power. So God created mankind in his own image, in the image of God created he them. Male and female, he created them. Genesis 2 and 7 says, then the Lord God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living soul. Casting, causing dust to become a mirror is no simple feat. The process of turning sand into glass is called vitrification. Vitrification is the process of melting silicon dioxide or quartz that composes common sand to temperatures above 3,090 degrees Fahrenheit until it melts into a clear liquid. Once the sand is in liquid form, it is cooled and undergoes a transformation that doesn't allow it to fully turn to a solid. Instead, the cool sand acts as a frozen liquid in a state known as amorphous solid, which is a mix between a solid and a liquid. And the result is no longer the opaque, 
yellow, beige-colored sand, but the transparent pane that we know of as glass. Clay, which God used to make man, contains crystalline silicate, which can be turned into glass. There's another process that the glass must undergo to become a mirror. Glass is made into a mirror by covering flat glass with a reflective coating such as silver. Glass provides a solid base for mirrors due to its smooth surface and rigidity. The glass must be polished and without imperfections. The struggles of life come to smooth us out and polish us. It, it, isn't it interesting that in Ephesians 5.27, uh, it, it says of the Lord that he might present it, meaning us, to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. In considering these processes, we can see that we are constructed with materials that can not only take the heat of life and its various degrees, but can with that heat transform or morph according to God's prescribed shape and function for the purpose of presenting an image or reflection of who he is. The degrees of temperature come to remove everything that is not his image and bring transparency so that he, the invisible God, can be made visible and visible to the point that there is no line of demarcation to be found to differentiate your beginning and ending from his, but you are seamless in your union with him. Where you stop and where he begins cannot be detected. First Peter 5 6 through 7 says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Point number two, we must conclude by God's expression of his thoughts toward us that our thoughts should be toward him with the same focus and fervency that he has for us, knowing that his thoughts are good. They're positive, affirmative, and beneficial. Isaiah 26 and 3 says, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. And if Almighty God, our eternal Father's thoughts and intentions are good towards us, our fears are alleviated, and we stand in hope as hope assigns our faith to rise in the trust of his word. We must think good of ourselves. We must believe in ourselves, God believed in us enough to trust us with authority in the earth. He believed in us for setting things in godly order, kingdom order, if you will, and maintaining that order. Jesus said, ye believe in God, believe also in me. I say to you who are listening, ye believe in God, believe also in you. Jesus said, I and my Father are one. God intends for you to be one with him. He also said, when you have seen me, you have seen the Father. God wants that when you are looked upon, that you look so much like him that it is difficult for the enemy to detect that it is you. Only he is seen. He wants to be identified in you and through you. Saints, these are good thoughts he's thinking. 
has it occurred to you that when you think less of yourself and your abilities, that you are defying and denying the thoughts and intent of your maker, your father, and your king? Do you remember that his image was to reflect dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth? Dominion means having the supreme authority and power of governing and controlling and having an independent right of possession, use, and control. So what that means for us, his children, is that based upon Philippians 2, 10, and 11, which says that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So if we are given authority by God, there is none to refute what he has declared. We must stand in the knowledge and alignment with Philippians 2.13, which says, For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. And knowing this, at Romans 8.31-35, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect. It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us, who shall separate us from the love of Christ. Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? Remember, we were created out of a substance that transforms under immense heat. In Christ, we are indestructible and transformable in the midst of immense opposing forces. For it is in our being opposed that we exercise our faith in the unchanging, irrefutable word of God. Therefore, demonstrating our authority with overcoming power, steadfastness, endurance, success and achievement, leaving weakness in the flames and reflecting the sovereignty and glory that is due his name. And because God is love and because we are made by love and because we are filled with love, we can only pour out love. Therefore, who shall separate us from his love? We're the only ones that are able to separate ourselves from his love. We do it by the choices we make and the report that we choose to believe. Isaiah says, who hath believed our report? I echo him in asking you, whose report do you believe? We either set ourselves to believe that God has spoken over us or set ourselves to doubt by buying stock in the lies the enemy tells us. Believe in God, and in your believing in God, if you believe him wholly, you can't help but to believe in yourself. God's word cannot return unto him void. It must accomplish what he pleases and prosper in the thing whereinto he hath sent it. Here is food for thought. Is God's word prospering in you? Are you an accomplishment that pleases him? Have you set yourself to see yourself? as more than a conqueror through him who loved us through Christ Jesus our Lord, I encourage you 
to align your thoughts with his and watch your own personal process of transformation manifest to the point of your accurately reflecting him. Blessings. Fire, fire, fire. Come on, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That was a mighty, mighty powerful good word. Thank you, Father. And thank you, Minister Lightfoot. You know, I look, I got to go back and listen to that again. You guys, we record these messages, and I admonish you to go back and listen to the replay. There was so much meat in that. There was so much meat in that. Yes. So I, I know I'm going back to, to listen. We can take the heat. She said so much. We can take the heat. We can be transformed to be what God wants us to be because we are his image. We are seamless in our union with him. And I caught two points. Look, I was trying to catch everything. Cast all your cares on God. Cast them on him. Number two, our thoughts must be with the same focus as he has towards us. The same focus. The same focus. Jeremiah 29 and 11. His thoughts towards us are good. Believe in God. Believe what he says. Believe in yourself. Stop buying stock in the enemy. Set yourself. Set yourself to see yourself. Come on now. If God before us, who can be against us? We serve a mighty God. Hallelujah. And we are mighty in him. Amen. Thank you so much, Minister Lightfoot. Thank you. Sister Shirley, come on. We're ready for you. Saints are stand in agreement and believe together as she prays. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a word and a revelation. God, we thank you for that. Our Father who art in heaven, we extol and magnify your matchless name and ask you to bow down your ear and hear us. For we are your people and we need you. We trust you and thank you for being merciful to us as we seek your faith. Father, we lift our souls and ask for forgiveness for you are good and ready to forgive and abundant in mercy to all those who call upon you. Father, give ear to our prayers and attend to the voice of our supplication. We thank you for the assurance of knowing we can call upon your name in times of trouble and you will answer us. Father, there is none like you nor are there any works like your works. We worship you and glorify your name for you are great and do wondrous things. You alone are God, and we thank you for teaching us your ways and how to walk in your truth. And today we surrender to the truth of your word and the workings of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Father, we ask you to unite our hearts to fear your name as we trust who you called us to be and believe in the work you're doing in us to mature us and bring us to glory. Father, we will praise you with all our hearts and glorify your name forevermore, according to Psalms 86, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We have a praise report from Edna Marzette, praising God for his hand of mercy during her recent surgery that went so well she did not need to stay in the hospital or have any prescribed medication. What a God. Ah, yea, Lord Jesus. She would like to also thank the saints for bombarding heaven on her behalf. 
and we give God all the glory and honor for this great and awesome thing he has done in the body of Miss Merzat. I lift a prayer, Hashe, and a hallelujah to God for declaring us the real children of Abraham because we believe by faith he is the one and only true living God who gave his only begotten son as a ransom for us and sent his Holy Spirit to dwell in us so we can know him in an intimate way. As the Father, we have no prayer request this morning. So, Father God, as we come boldly to the throne of mercy, we declare your word in Isaiah 60, verse 1, that says, Arise, hashe, alive. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Father, we are thankful for the clarion call and are ready to obey and surrender to the truth of your word and the Holy Spirit that leads and guides us into all truth. Father, we believe your word and who you called us to be as children of God and declare Jeremiah 9, 23 through 24 over our lives. We declare that the wise among us will not boast of their wisdom, but thank you. The strong among us will not boast of their strength, but thank you. Nor will the rich boast of their riches, but thank you. And by faith, you have given us the understanding to know you, our sovereign Lord, who exercises kindness, justice, righteousness, on earth, but in these virtues, Father, you delight. Father, we declare Jeremiah 29 and 11 over the body of Christ for the plans you have to prosper them and not to harm them, but to give them hope and a future. And for this, Father, we worship your name. Father God, we thank you for our free will and choose to surrender it back to you for your will. For we understand and acknowledge you know what's best for us. We give you the praise, God. Father God, we thank you for the measure of faith you have given us to trust you and the workings of the Holy Spirit, whereby we do not think more highly of ourselves than we ought to, but walk in the confidence of who we are in you. For we have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Father, as we prepare our hearts, minds, and spirits to participate in the upcoming fast, we ask for the mind of Christ and sincere hearts to approach this fast with more determination and the surrendering of our will for your will every day in every area of our lives. Father, may we not bail out of the fast in our mind before it starts, and may we stay true to the fast you give us to offer as a sacrifice in Jesus' name. Father, may our love for you and the nourishment we receive from your word be greater than our love for natural food during this fast. Father, as we seek your face, let there be the desire to surrender our flesh into your hands. And thank you for touching us in the right places at the right time with your strength during the time of fasting. Father, may we stay focused during this fast and cling to your every word and the leading of the Holy Spirit. Father, we offer this fast as a consecration of drawing closer to you with the desire to go higher and deeper in your word. As the deer pants for streams of water, may our souls pant for you, our God, the living God, with the longing to meet with you every day without reservation. Father, may our tears of repentance in the name of Jesus and the joy of knowing you are with us in the fast be our food day and night. Father, let deep call to deep as we reach out for you and find you ever so close, even when we can't feel you or hear you. But by faith, we are satisfied with the knowledge of knowing you will never leave us, nor will you ever forsake us. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Father, we thank you for sincere hearts that will ask for the desire to seek and find ourselves in your word with the joy that causes us to meditate and revisit those scriptures every day so they become a lifeline when we want to give up because of hunger pains. We pray for a deep desire in our inner man to want you more than food so the changes we seek will bring forth the newness of life, a transformed mind, and the fortitude to stand in the face of adversity as we trust your word and walk by faith and not by sight. 
Father, we give you our weaknesses, our fears and doubts about who we are and who you have called us to be and declare 1 Corinthians 15 and 58 over our lives to be steadfast, hashe, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord our labor is not in vain as we surrender our hearts, mind, soul, spirits, and body to the Holy Spirit during the fast for your glory and our good. Father God, we thank you and praise your name for the commitment to the upcoming fast and the vision to see ourselves coming out of the fast victorious with a holy boldness, a higher degree of understanding your purpose for our living, a stronger prayer life, a heart of worship, a true disciple of your word, a deeper level of faith and commitment to your will and your way, and the desire to be a brighter light and fresh salt in a dark and fallen world in Jesus' name. Father, we are so grateful for this day and the privilege to stand in your presence, and we give you the praise, the honor, and all the glory due your name for this time. And we thank you for hearing our prayers and for answering us according to your purpose and plans for our lives. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen, amen. And we agree. We agree as touching here on earth so that we know according to Matthew 18 and 19 that what we've asked of you, Father God, we know that you've heard us and we know that our petitions have been granted. Thank you, Sister Shirley. We want to swing back to you, Minister Lightfoot. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us before we depart the call this morning? Yes. I declare by the power of the living God that your thoughts, even as we speak, are rising speedily into alignment with what God the Father has already spoken over you. For every ungodly thought is now held in captivity and cast down to the obedience of Jesus Christ. We declare that this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, and thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. We declare that doubts and fears have relinquished their hold on you. We pull down every ungodly stronghold that would thwart the will of God for your life. By the anointing, we break every chain and destroy every yoke of bondage holding you hostage mentally, physically, and spiritually. We release all the powers and properties of the blood of Jesus to permeate your being from head to toe, purging you of every impurity of thought, word, and deed. We declare and decree that you have the same mind in you that was also in Christ Jesus, and therefore the accurate image of God is rapidly manifesting in you, and we declare that we shall perceive him as he is and be like him, for he is hastening his word to perform it in our lives. Amen, and it shall not be otherwise. Blessings to you all. Amen, amen, and amen. It has been a wonderful morning. We have eaten the breakfast of champions. Amen. Thank you, Father. We love and appreciate our bishop and first lady. Again, we send blessings to them in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> Excuse me. We have a couple of announcements before we conclude the call today. Please remember to send in your prayer requests. Send them into www newdestiny.online. From the home page, click Connect. Then scroll down to the prayer request and enter your request. 
We have been called to pray. We will pray without ceasing. Amen. Corporate prayer will be held this Saturday at the Pittsburgh campus at 7 a.m. Remember, we meet on campus physically. So please come and join us out on campus if you can. If you cannot join us physically, please join us live stream. There is no distance in prayer, but we do ask that you make the sacrifice and come out to meet us together in unity physically on campus. Lastly, as we open the lines this morning, we ask that you please pray in your heavenly language. For those of you who are not baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, we do ask that you pray the prayer of thanksgiving, simply thanking Father God. Amen. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian, Minister Lightfoot, Sister Shirley, Sister Kimma, and our entire New Destiny family, we say thank you. And we invite you to invite others to join us each week, 5 a.m. on Wednesday and Thursday mornings for for our prayer, our corporate prayer that we have together as we stand in agreement in unity. Let's go before Father God one more time before we end the call. Thank you, Father. We thank you for your powerful word today through your servant. Heavenly Father, I ask, dear God, that you bless the leaders at our house. Bless Bishop Smith. Bless Pastor Adrian. Bless their children and grandchildren, Father. Father, bless Minister Lightfoot for pouring out, Father. I pray, dear God, that you replenish her even the more. Bless Sister Shirley, Father, in the name of Jesus, for lifting up the prayers this morning. And I pray that you bless each intercessor, each intercessor, each watchman that has stood in the gap this morning, and those that continually watch and pray. Father, bless them, I pray. Keep them, Father, I thank you, Father, that you, dear God, restore hope, rejuvenate them in their spirits. I pray that each one truly believes you and who you have called them to be. I declare that your children, Father, walk confidently, knowing who they are in you. I declare that your word, Father, is hidden in the depths of their hearts. Let it not be snatched out, dear God. But, Father, root yourself deep within us so that we are truly one with you, God. May we truly be, dear God, as Minister Lightfoot declared this morning, may we truly be seamless, seamless in our union with you. Jesus, you prayed in John 17 and 21 that they may be one as thou, Father, art in me and I in you, that they may also be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. Father, may we be one in you, 
one with you, seamless, God, that the world may believe that you have sent us. Be thou transformed in us, God. We, tra- we, dear God, give you permission to transform us, dear God, into your likeness, into your image in the earth. So when the world sees us, God, they see you. They don't see this visage of us, Father, but they see you. They see your hand moving through us. Let your healing power work through us, God. Let your delivering power work through us, Father. May your word, Father, bring life through us, God, in the name of the in the name of the Lord Most High. Hallelujah. In your name, Elohim. In the name of Jesus. Your name, El Shaddai. You are our Lord. May you be Lord in us. We sit down that you may rise up in us, God. Be thou glorified through us in this earth realm, God. In the name of Jesus. Be thou glorified, God. Be thou glorified in the heavens. Be thou glorified in the earth. Be thou glorified under the earth. Be thou glorified. Be thou glorified. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. And we commit ourselves to you this morning. We are hidden with Christ in you, Father. And we will stay hidden in you, that you may work through us. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Sister Kenna, please open the lines for the saints to pray together.